everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren. I'm Jai. Hey, it's backtrack number six. We're doing a Clockwork Orange, finally, <laughs> because Jai has been saying, we. I think you've been saying well over a year. Oh, yeah. I de- <laughs> it's definitely longer than that, actually. Yeah, definitely. Because this is, I mean, this is so funny because this is 1971, Stanley Kubrick. I'm pretty sure most people know about this. I posted it already on the Instagram that we were going to do it. By the way, I'm going to get this out of the way. Please leave a review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Like, please. I think we have like 27. Come on. We need like way more than that. Like, I mean, If you're listening right you, now, come on. The numbers like, of people listening to the podcast. Don't yeah. The reviews. So, like, I know people forget, to be honest. I'm one of those one of those that like listens to like podcasts and that don't ever leave a review so leave five stars because it helps more people find the show it's actually like the easiest thing to do and it's free i mean write a review that'd be awesome but definitely leave five stars and on spotify now too so just to get that out of the way but um and we also have a patreon subscribe we're doing all this shit over there um yeah, more documentaries, more like fun, weird TV stuff. Buffy uh, season three, part two is coming literally up. Literally a soon. bit of everything. It's oh, at, literally everything. Book. Like I haven't decided if I'm gonna do nine and a half. I recorded nine and a half weeks episode the other day, and it's really fucking good. So <laughs> I might do. I'm probably gonna put it on Patreon first, and then I'm gonna put it on. Um, I might actually leave it for backtrack next month. So you'll have to wait till December to hear it. But mm-hmm. I'm going to put it on Patreon like this week because it's from the 80s. It's like 86. So so yeah. So I'm I'm super stoked to finally talk A Clockwork Orange. And yeah, I mean, this is one of your like all-time faves, right? This is my favorite film of all time. Really? Like uh, like this is the number one, yeah, the one that I've beats it all? Yeah, I've told you this many times. And you always wow. say, this is one of your favorites. I'm like, no, this is my ultimate. This is like a masterpiece. This is like everything. In cinema, okay. I love not the violence, but we get into that because I'm so sick of being criticized and judged because I love this movie and like people don't understand it. Yeah, I wonder. I wouldn't. It, that's it is really interesting the the way that people have reacted. I think who have been like uh, even on the show been like, "What really that movie?" And I hadn't seen it in a long time. I saw it in film class when I was like 20 or 21 and I wasn't a fan. So I was like, okay, well, I saw it. I did a paper on it, whatever. I was like, I I really wanted to do it again because I was like, I need to see it again with fresh eyes. And, you know, because we're looking at all these different things. And but because you like it so much, this kind of recalls back to the early episodes when I was just picking like all of my favorite movies. And before then, I didn't know what kind of movies you like. So some of them were movies that I loved that you were like, eh, like this movie was okay. Like you weren't really that into. So I was like, oh, oh no, man. No, that's that. this makes for an interesting episode because like the early episodes, I watched this and it was a struggle for me and I didn't feel the way that everybody else felt about it. And I think I started to, to really look at it technically because I really enjoyed watching the cinematography, the way the shots were set up the interiors like that's kind of what I grabbed onto but for me the story like just flew out of my head and it was like it, it was like a bit of a struggle for me to watch it and I was like God, mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk to Jai about this because I just want to know what other people are seeing that I don't see you know so I'm, I'm really interested yeah I mean I'm actually really interested to see what kind of comments this move this episode is going to get oh yeah because I am too I don't 
I don't know many people that like this movie either. Yeah, I don't either. Well, like the one person that I met was over 10 years ago and I wanted to marry him, but obviously it didn't work out. But we bonded over this film and I was oh, like, wow. okay, he's the perfect man. Like I must be with him, you know? Um, yeah, I everyone that I that I asked, I told them I was watching this movie and they were like, oh, really? They all said the same thing, that it's a movie that you you should watch, but they have no desire to watch it again. And I felt the same way about it. And I was like, I really could never see this movie again and like not lose any sleep. And a lot of people feel that way about Requiem for a Dream. And mm. I don't. So it's it's in that kind of category for me as like, it's a disturbing weird that some people like. And I, I wrote this down. I was like, there's weird, there's weird I like, and there's weird I don't get. And this is weird I just don't get. And I like weird shit. But this is just a weird that I just didn't connect to in the way that I know a lot of people. It's a culty yeah, movie. Yeah, that's actually know? a good way of putting it because you do like weird, and sometimes mm-hmm. we we meet kind of you know like we we don't like everything. Like, yeah, we we like a lot of the same stuff, but we also like very different. So like, this is it's funny how you said it because it's this is a weird that I like, and then yeah. other movies <laughs> that I watch with you that I'm like for the for the podcast that I'm like. Uh, it's I get where you like it, but it's not really my thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, I get why you like it, but yeah, again, it's I mean, just not I, my I thing. also wonder whether it is like a generational thing. I wonder if this movie is a bit more successful with like an older crowd. I I wonder if it's that too. I mean, Kubrick was a big deal when it was like current. Like my mom even said, she's like, oh, I remember that movie had like an X rating and it was like banned. Like she's like, I remember when it came out and it was just really fucking weird and everybody talked about it. She said the same thing about Taxi Driver, although her and my dad went to see Taxi Driver in the theater. But she said it. And that was another one that people were like, what the fuck is this? You know, that was another like the 70s was the time for that kind of filmmaking there's so many movies that come out um that were just new like no one had ever seen any you know violence depicted this way um you know sex depicted this way the subject matter social issues like none of that had been touched on in the same way that it was in the 70s so it it fits the 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 decade oh totally yeah there were so many insane movies that came out or that were made in the 70s like is it called cowboy something Drug, no, not Drugstore Cowboy. Uh, Moon. You know what I'm talking about? It um, won Best oh Film. God. Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> I was like Moonlight. I was thinking like it's Moonlight like really, Cowboy. You couldn't, I mean, I can't even believe that a movie, that kind of film won Best Film because yeah. it seemed like to be quite a lot for the time. But um, it's kind of amazing that it still it won because he did deserve like all the awards that he got, I think. But Hotel. That's John Voight and yes. Dustin Hoffman, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's the, hey, I'm walking here. I'm it's walking really here. good. It's a really good I think film. I've seen bits of it, but I don't remember like the fully story. It's it's on my list for backtrack though. Yeah. Because I really want to yeah, see it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I definitely, I can definitely see a lot of younger people who have a problem with this film. But um, um, I kind of want to hear from like 40 year olds and like. <laughs> yeah, and up. Like our age and up, yeah. To be yeah, like, when, well, when did be, you first see this? I really, so this is the thing. I, I don't remember when I first watched it, but all I know is that I watched it really young. Oh, okay. Like young, I mean like, like 16 I, I there's, there's no way younger. I was 11, no. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. really young. 
but I was like really intrigued by it and I obviously don't think I understood for example like the rape thing I didn't understand at that age yeah like what that was yeah um but I definitely like it, it, it left it made such an impression you know on I me mean, and, yeah and I've seen it like definitely over 10 times you know uh, over the years I I told you I used to watch this on like Christmas day or like <sighs> with wow. and without family because sometimes it would be the film that would play in the background while my mom made dinner and oh, wow. so there are many christmas many christmas i spent on my own um and i'll just watch movies you know but yeah i've seen this movie like so so much i i love kubrick and I, this is like honestly like he's in my opinion it's his best film and it's a masterpiece and i can't believe that it's gone on to influence you know like it's been such an influence in like pop culture you know yeah like, and other filmmakers that i love like uh come on you know a rocky loves some kubrick yeah, come filmmakers, on um <sighs> like fashion designers yeah like, oh god we won't even talk general. about what the fuck they just did How what was many... that gucci oh, no, who did no, that we can't talk about it. no we cannot talk about it because <laughs> this is kubrick's time and <laughs> yeah we we're not gonna dignify that we cannot give gucci a second or days you know what i mean like oh this podcast actually not <laughs> oh another note that i had from my first impressions was i think young alex looks so much like michael shannon 100 <laughs> percent, he does right he, he does, does. he reminded me a lot of michael shannon i think he could totally could have played him obviously if he was like oh in that time, era right like different mm-hmm. era but he's such an incredible actor like um oh he is i love yeah him. he's he's got that new tv series coming up Oh, does he? Yeah, he's like George and Tammy or something. Oh, I think I saw a picture, like a poster, but I didn't know what it was for. I didn't know what it was about. I don't know who those people are, but Matthew said that they were famous singers. So, like, oh, yeah, I don't know who they are either. It looks cool. Um, Oh, cool. Yeah, I love him. He's really cool. No, I can't tell you when I watch this movie, but I. Yeah, I just I, I I absolutely love this film, and I'm really excited that I get to talk about it. And uh, I don't know, I'm I'm gonna try to. Keep I'm stoked! Cool, but... I'm I'm super stoked. Well, as we said, this is uh, written or screenplays written by Stanley Kubrick. The novels by Anthony Burgess. The cinematographer is John Alcott. Oh, I have to point out because the cinematography is ridiculous. It's amazing. Um, so good. Yeah. And this premiered February 2nd, 1972. That might be the U.S. date. Thanks for listening to the Fashion Grunge podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash fashion grunge. And we have 90 episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So-Called Life, tons of movies, and just a ton more content. So go check it out. As always, rate, like, subscribe. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thanks. Bye.